My name is Sebastian Fay. When I was a child, I was taken in by an ancient order about how to fight against things that could bump in the night. When I was 14 years old, I failed to prevent those monsters from killing everyone in my order. Since then, I have trained and done whatever I can to track down the monsters that killed my adopted family. For now, I will live in the darkness. There I will find monsters, and they will call me Mr. Fang. Hello, you're listening to We Play RPGs, and I'm your host, Eli, joined by... Mike, playing as Mr. Fang. And uh, this is a superhero game using the Fate Accelerated system. And this is also Mike's very first tabletop RPG experience. Uh, not, right. not, not counting our lost episode that we can never speak of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but this episode is brought to you by Metallic Dice Games. Uh, I have three sets from them. I have two sets of their metal dice uh, and one set of their mismatched stone dice. And they're so pretty. And the edges feel very nice. Like they, they, if you are a dice goblin like I am, uh, that that can make all the difference. Because if the edges are too rounded, then they just roll right off the table. And it's like, no, you can't. They they have to have a, a certain amount of you know actual edge to the uh, edge. This is a great ad copy. This is going great. Should have written something <laughs> down. Um, but gotcha. if you yeah, if you go on their website and use the coupon code Play It Forward. You'll get 10% off of your cart, uh, which, you know, I got the mismatched dice set, which the 10% off on that basically meant that I got free shipping, which is pretty dope. That's a, another cool thing. That shipping is just like five bucks all the time. It's five bucks, uh, which I think is cool. But we are going to go ahead and start. All right. Uh, Mr. Faye, you have traveled to Varian. Mm -hmm. Uh, on the coast of California uh, from Louisiana. And you've been here for a few months. You are tracking, trying to track some monsters, uh, specifically chi vampires, these these uh, non-traditional vampires. They're, they're kung fu vampires, basically. You know, they drink blood because that's the, that's the fastest way to get life essence. Uh, but they mostly just use it to maintain their vitality and their youth. Uh, sometimes they can use it to heal wounds. And you know from your studies that uh, some of them are able to uh, develop additional abilities uh, because of these forbidden magics. Um, you know, so they're not vulnerable to the, the holy water or the sunlight stuff. You know that. You've studied them. And you are also a... Uh, a crazy kung fu guy with like gambit style powers because of your kung fu, which is dope as shit. A few tricks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Um, but you've been in Varian for a few months, and it has been rough. You know that there are vampires in this city, and you are just having such a hard time finding them. You you've caught a couple here and there, but they're just they have uh, some connection to each other but they're not like an organized group um and it is incredibly frustrating and the night before you decided to take out that frustration by getting into a bar fight uh which you handled very well you weren't permanently injured in any way but you were tossed into the alleyway behind this bar called henway's 
and you wake up in a pile of trash with a horrendous headache. Uh, so you have the temporary aspect of hungover. Great. Yeah. I'm going to assume that you stumble to... Uh, what? Where does Where is Mr. Fay living? <clears throat> um, well, especially nowadays with uh, the hardships involved with this case, you don't want to be too far away from, you know, the therapist's office, which is the bar. Uh, so I live upstairs above one. Okay. Does the the bar have a name, or would you like to get to that later? We'll get to that later. Okay, that's fine. So you're not quite stumbling home, um, but you are just walking down the street uh, trying to get home when a kid, a young man, you know, uh, late teens, early 20s, almost runs into you out of this alleyway and bolts straight through traffic uh, to an alleyway on the opposite side of the street. And right behind him, you see two large men, and one of them most definitely has a kukri in his hand. Uh, Again, bolt into traffic right after this kid. Subtle. Very. So, how would you like to proceed? Uh, Let's see. Uh, Definitely going to pursue, despite the hang Um, Yeah, I'd like to follow after them to figure out what's going on. Okay. Are you going to, like, just try and bolt through, or are you going to wait for a moment to uh, run across the street? Uh, I'm going to at least, I'm going to go ahead and just rush across the street. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and invoke your hungover aspect to give you a minus two on this roll. That's Uh, a slow start. All right. Yep. (laughs) So uh, go ahead and roll quick. And with a minus two, that is a zero. Okay. Um, so you can either take two stress or you can take a mild consequence of bruised rib. Mild consequences go away when the scene changes, you know, so like when, when we star wipe across the screen and and we're in a different place, uh, it'll go away, but it means that you don't take those two stress. Hey, all right, let's go with the broken rib. Okay. Uh, and they're not broken, right? <laughs> no, no, it's just bruised. Like, basically what happens is uh, you run across, and as this car is coming, you jump up, tuck your legs, and relax your body. So you actually roll across the roof of this car, uh, and it hurts real bad, but nothing's broken. Uh, like, you, you just know that you your elbow, like, punched into your own ribs real hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're you're a little bit... Like, you lose your breath for a second, but you catch it real quick, and you go and follow. <clears throat> All right. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll go on. And uh, don't forget, because I invoked one of your uh, aspects, even a temporary one, you do get another fate point, which you can use to re-roll something or uh, invoke one of your own aspects or an aspect that's of someone else or an area. But So what is the plan with, with your giving chase? Are you, like, trying to keep an eye on the scenario are you just trying to catch up and stop these guys i'm just trying to get close enough to figure out why the chase is occurring at all i can okay um you come across them and uh these two guys have cornered this kid and the guy with the kukri says come on we don't want to have to hurt you and the kid says uh uh man fuck you i don't know who the fuck you are uh what do you do? All right. Uh, 
I will approach and ask what's going on. Okay. Uh, the guy without the kukri turns to look at you and he says, uh, get the fuck out of here. Uh, and that is, that is the response you get from him. <laughs> I am going to try to use this hangover to my you're advantage gonna, here. You're going to try and what now? And use this hangover to my advantage here. Okay. And, uh, try to convince him that I am still drunk. So I'll ask him if he knows who I am. Very slurred. Right. Way. I think that's a, a clever thing to do. Um, go ahead and spend a fate point to invoke your own uh, hangover or hungover aspect uh, to roll clever with a plus two. That would be three. Um, well, he seems to believe it, and he says, uh, no, listen, pal, I'm only going to say this one more time. Get the fuck out of here. And he's he seems to be a little less aggressive now and more just kind of like tired of your shit. Alright. Um uh, while I have him distracted, or well his guard down at least a little less, I'm gonna try to get the uh Kikri away. The big ass knife away from him. Okay. <laughs> um So you're trying to get the Kukri away from him. Uh how are you going to do that? I think I'm just gonna like try to finagle it out just like real real quickly grab it or kind of like yeah yeah i'm going to try to get the jump on him and just uh, kind of take it away from him okay go ahead and uh roll quick eight three well he got a one so you succeed in taking this knife away from him all right um well they now that you are the one brandishing the knife uh these guys kind of you know what they're actually going to try and create uh, a an advantage of their own and they are going to try and surround you to give themselves a plus one on their next thing yeah. uh, so how would you like to uh, keep this from happening I would like to maneuver myself I mean, I think I'm already I'm already in front of the guy I took the knife from, right? Yeah, pretty much. Like they're they're trying to move, because um, this is a the alleyway is wide enough for the three of you to stand in a line pretty easily. Um, so they're trying to like maneuver themselves to be on either side of you, uh, with their backs to the walls. All right, I will stay standing where I am in front of the guy I took the knife from, and I will prevent the other from moving. By uh, throwing Kukri at his feet. Oh, with, dope. Uh, with the kinetic acceleration. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah. Um, I think that's a, a flashy move because I guess you're, you're, you know, just kind of trying to put him off balance-ish, as it were. Yeah. So, yeah, describe the energy that you use. Like, what, is it, what does it look like? Um, so, the energy uh, look a lot like... Uh, Sort of a, blue, a soft bluish, uh, smoky, ethereal type of type of uh, energy. You know, it flows, you know, a bit like like water or smoke, you know, in that way. Um, yeah, all around the um, the object it's in, it's imbued with. You know? I like to imagine that it's it's like your hand as well, a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. 
uh, roll flashy. Flashy. This is, this is definitely a flashy move. Uh, but you get your plus four because of your energy blasts and your master energy blasts. Gotcha. All right. So we are then get a plus four, and then we're at, then we're at four. Okay. Uh, they got a minus two. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you do that, and he's actually blasted up off of his feet into the wall. <laughs> Um, and he just takes off running. Like, he, he hits the ground, gets his feet underneath him, and runs away. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, he does not know what just happened, and he's not willing to find out. <laughs> Damn, okay. Um, but it is now your turn, and you have one of these guys. The, the guy you took the cuckoo from is still there. Uh, a little spooked, but still there. Okay. Okay, good. All right, well, then, since he's spooked... Let's ask him again. Let's go. Why is he after this kid? All right. Um, are you trying to be intimidating? No, I think I've already done that. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to get information out. Of it, so, well, I guess that's. I'm asking. Careful. Are you are you being forceful in a, in it as like, hey, look what I just did, kind of way. I think this is going to be a careful one. I want to uh, extract information without, uh, I guess, changing his stress level. I want to keep him right where he's at, just so he's a little off kilter, and I can get a little more information out of him. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. You you kind of go, you know, adjust your clothes a little bit, stand up straight, and go, now, what are you doing? Huh? You know, that kind of thing? Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Roll careful. Careful. Negative. Well, you can you can spend a fate point to re-roll. Mm. You just got to keep track of what you're spending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna just go with it. Let's see what happens. Uh, well, he got a one. Uh, which is, so he he says, uh, uh, I know what that is, and uh. He goes to try and do some like kung fu shit, you know. He he's trying to put you down. He recognizes whatever it is you just did. All right, so he's ready. He's ready to fight. Or oh yeah, he he's trying to throw down. Um, he actually, you know, kind of. I don't until I know how you're reacting. I don't know how to fully describe what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's just trying to do some like kung fu martial arts shit. Ali's trashed. Yes. Uh, what is that, my? There is a no. Let's say a beer bottle, an empty beer bottle, uh, at your feet. I'm going to try take this beer bottle and mess up his stance. All right. This way. That's a hard choice between flashy and clever. There. I'm told, I'm going for sneaky, to be honest. Oh, That's... you're going for sneaky? Oh yeah. No, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, I'll let you roll a sneaky. And you get your plus one because this is a, a martial arts, a, a close quarter combat, and you have your advanced martial arts stunt. All right. Um, all right. See, it is four. Well, he got a minus. Well, he, actually, it's a five. The plus one. Yeah. So. He got a minus one. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, you, you very carefully, you just like tuck your hands in your pockets and you actually put your toe on the beer bottle. And do that thing where you like slam your foot down real hard to cause it to just shoot out from under your toe. 
uh, and roll underneath his foot. And he falls flat on his fucking face. And because <laughs> you beat him by four, I'm just going to say he's been taken out, which uh, in the context of fate means that he's just no longer able to fight. Uh, whether that means he's dead or unconscious or just not able to fight anymore is up to you. Yeah, uh, uh, he's probably unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's knocked himself out. Um, uh, I assume you kind of like roll him onto his side so he doesn't drown in his own uh, blood from his nose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's right on his face, man. I mean, yeah. When you when you do that. Um, you notice that on his sleeve rolls up and you see this tattoo on his wrist of a swirling black vortex. Um, and you, as Mr. Fay, recognize that as the symbol of a vampire death cult called the Nothing. Uh, and this kid is just leaning up against uh, this wooden fence, which is what he had been cornered in, you know, up against. And uh, he's just staring at you. He has no idea how to react to this situation. Well, I'll take in. Well, I'll take in. I ask him why they were chasing him. Uh, it, it takes him a second, and he goes, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know. They just tried to, to grab me. Are you a paragon? <clears throat> I, um... That caught me off guard. <laughs> I didn't expect him to. Like, well, and for uh, for our, our listeners, in this world, Paragon is just this sort of generic term for people with superpowers. I say, maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> where, where do these guys come from? Uh, he says, well, I, all right. My name is Homer Skinner. You, you can call me Holmes. Uh, I sell, man, I'm going to be straight with you. I sell bootleg DVDs and Blu-rays and shit over on Bruce Street, a couple blocks over, and these guys came down the street and just tried to grab me, and I figured they were cops, because, you know, cops, they, they've been cracking down real hard on uh, us uh, uh, homeless folks. I mean, I, I assumed that's what's been happening to some other folks, but shit, maybe these guys have been grabbing them. Where have these uh, disappearances been happening? You know, kind of all over. Uh, we, we have our own communities, but, uh, you know, Susie went missing. I assume the cops just grabbed her. Where does Susie hang out? Um... You know, she usually digs through the dumpsters of uh, that club ambiance. You know, they'd never let her in. But she says that, you know, people toss out perfectly good wings all the time. Uh, yeah, any good DVDs? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, let, let's go back to my stand. Um, and his stand is, I mean, it's just a table. That he's put all these uh, bootleg DVDs on, and a lot of them have been taken at this point. Uh, 
and but he he digs around a little bit and he goes oh man i got this and it's uh he goes uh i, I got that latest uh historical drama you know just hit theaters i got that superhero movie 12 bucks <laughs> i'll uh i'll take the superhero movie um and then we'll just call it even how about that he sits there for a second and he goes yeah all right and he just hands it to you <laughs> i guess i start heading towards those dumpsters okay that were Su- what happened to Susie? all right um you find ambiance pretty easily it's in a nicer part of town uh than where you're usually thrown out of and (laughs) uh and it's closed right now you know it's the middle of the day it's a nightclub but it's pretty easy to just walk back you know around back hop the chain link fence uh because there's like you know an alleyway and there's one end with like where the chain link fence is like a, a big gate for the uh, dump truck to be able to come in and get the dumpster and then go back out of the alley. And then the other end is just a fence. Uh, but there's not like barbed wire or any shit. You can just hop the fence. All right. Yeah. I'm going to get in there. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. You, uh, you get in there. What, what, uh, what are you looking for? Anything out of the ordinary in a trashy alley in this city. Okay. Um, which you know is uh probably a, sh- a short list vampire related. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we'll go ahead and roll. Uh, cl- careful, because I, I feel okay. like you're you're like really searching this place over for clues. Yeah. All right. Two. Okay. Well, with a two, you're not able to find a whole lot. You do. You, you you do kind of reach out with your cuz you 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 can sense the key around you you know that that the source of your power is the life energy the ambient life energy around you um so you you can kind of sense that stuff and there's definitely a not quite malevolence to to the building the the ambiance of ambiance is a little malevolent <laughs> <laughs> yes um but you can definitely feel that there was recently some sort of attack here you're not sure what um but there's there's an energy to this area um so you're not able to find anything specifically although well you're not able to find anything that you wouldn't immediately assume is out of the ordinary, but because you can feel this this echo of a conflict, when you find a little bit of dried blood, that does now become suspicious to you. I'll have to keep searching. Okay. Are you looking for anything specific? So, I've, I've, I've found signs of an altercation. I'm trying to figure out... Uh, anything else like when like started there ended there or what hmm my goal so because the theme of your power is key energy and uh i did just establish that you can sense the world around you a little bit 
I guess the question would be which approach it would be. I guess it would be careful for you to try and like yeah, feel that feel that energy and and determine how long ago this happened. Uh, which isn't going to be easy because it's not really your specialty. Uh, your specialty is is blasts of energy and shit. But uh, go ahead and, and roll careful. And I'm um, thinking about my aspects here. I remember what I had in mind for Dark and I believe as your... Well, that's your, your trouble aspect. And okay. trouble can only really be used negatively. However, yeah. your high concept, uh, gallivanting retribution, I could see where that could come into play. You know, you're, you're, you know that there's a sign of an altercation. You know that a, a girl has gone missing. And you have found blood. You have reason to believe that she's in danger. Yeah, that's the. I think that's the major thing. It's like if this was some innocent, then be more. In, you know, I mean, there's definitely a there. There is definitely feels like there's a victim. Okay. Um. So go ahead and spend another fate point and get a a plus two. To your okay. careful roll. Okay. Five. Okay. Um, this, whatever happened here was, it didn't go as smoothly as it, it feels was desired. You know, it, it feels like what they wanted to happen was they grab this person, they get out. Um, and instead there was some blood spilled. Um, not a lot. This, this girl, this person wasn't killed here. But uh, they were injured, and you it might have been a week ago, maybe. Does it seem like it? It all of this originated in ambiance. Like is all this happening right behind it, or is ambiance's dumpster? Hmm. Well, you know what? With a five, I will say. Um, the the main uh, dark, you know, darkness that you're feeling is here, but there's there's this trail of malevolence that does lead into the club, in you know, through that back door. Well, while I'm here, and it's daytime, it should be closed. Let's try to take a look inside. Okay. Um, how do you want to do that? Uh, let's see. I'm just gonna. If I can't just get the lock open on the back door. Uh pick the lock, you say? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um I think that's another careful roll. Uh or sneaky if you're you know, because you don't know if they're like cameras back here or anything. I'm thinking sneak. Okay. So you're not like crouching down and doing that, you're just doing the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh what'd you get? Two. Okay, that's enough. It's not like a fucking magnetic lock with a key card or anything. It's just a deadbolt. <laughs> <Wait. laughs> um, uh, so yeah, yeah, you, you pick the lock and open the door up. And you open it very... You pick the lock by just standing next to it. So even if somebody is... You know, even if there is a security camera, it 
kind of looks like you think it will look like you put a key into the lock and opened it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you open the door and you open it up and step inside very quietly. And uh, there's a kitchen. It doesn't seem whatever uh, preparation they would do. Because it's not a very, well, I say it's not a big kitchen. It is a, a relatively big kitchen. Uh, because this building house can house like 500 people. And they want to make sure that if all 500 of them order some wings or nachos or whatever the fuck, you know, bar food they order, they can get it to them. Uh, but there's no one in the kitchen because it, it's hours still before they start prepping it for opening. Well, I, uh, I'm essentially going to continue on looking through for any other sign of what happened to this girl. Okay. Um, I'll go, I'll, I'll just say that you can continue following that a little bit. It, you walk out of the kitchen. Um, and once you get into the main club area, it becomes, you kind of lose track of it because this place has so much life to it on most nights that it, it just kind of has filled this room. Um, so you kind of lose your trail here. <sighs> All right. <clears throat> well, then I have to use my eye. Hmm? So I'll have to use my eyes then. Okay. And just look. All right. Um, this is the main, like, main area, dance floor, or whatever, lounge area, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess to get a better idea here, so from where you come in out of the kitchen, uh, the bar is immediately to your right. And then immediately to your left, there is this kind of large lounge area with tables and, and like wraparound sofas and stuff like that. Um, and that's actually at a, at a bit of an indent in the floor. Like it's a, it's a couple steps down, presumably to help them kind of be away from the main noise. Uh, and then the rest of this, almost the whole rest of this large building is the dance floor. Um, and you you take a look around, you can see that there's this uh, almost skybox kind of thing where some if someone was in there, they could watch the whole... Uh, there's not a lot of blind spots when if someone was in that skybox. Um, but you also see uh, several... Uh, bouncers, probably. Oh, so there are... There are, yes. In this area, there are people here. Okay. Um, and uh, they notice you. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> how, would, how would you like to handle this situation? I tell them I am the fire inspector. <laughs> that is... <laughs> Oh, that is such a ballsy lie. <laughs> I'm going to give you clever on that one because that is a hard sell. <laughs> Considering you have not gone home and changed your clothes. <laughs> you know, you can smell, you know, ambles. All right. Cause I'm, I'm always studying. I'm always studying. <laughs> All right. Clever. Yes. Clever. Uh, they do not buy it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, a three is a good roll. 
but you had a lot working against you there. <laughs> Shit. All right. Um, and instead, they uh, they come over with the intent to rough you up. Uh, so we're going to enter combat. Uh, you and and in in fate accelerated uh, physical altercations. Whoever goes first is determined by their quick score, which you have the highest at a, a two. So you go first. Uh, and normally, when you were done, you would pick who would go next, but it's just the two of us, so it doesn't fucking matter. All right. Um, and I actually have a little bit... Fate offers a very delightful thing for me as a GM, which is that uh, if I want you to fight a bunch of people, then I can actually group them into one stat block. Oh, okay. Um, so technically, you're fighting like eight people. Okay. But as far as the mechanics go, you're fighting two people. Okay. Uh, which mostly just like slims everything down for me. <laughs> mm. um, do, I, do I have to treat them as like two two different places kind of thing? Uh, basically, whatever you do will affect multiple opponents at once. Like, if you are attacking or creating an advantage, you are going to be uh, creating that advantage or attacking multiple opponents. All right. Just um, not eight, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a little more nebulous than eight, but, okay. you know. Um, so, basically, there's group A and group B, and you just tell me yeah. if you're attacking or creating an advantage, you tell me which one. Uh, but it is your goal they very clearly have the intent to uh, uh, rough you up a bit. Hey, uh, let's see. How close are they? How close are these together to each other? Um, pretty close. Um, the the group A and group B aren't super close to each other, but of the groups themselves, eh, within a few feet, maybe. You know, no further apart than like ten feet. Okay. All right. Um. <clears throat> You know what? Because I, I know that you have had similar jobs and anybody else who's worked in a, a, a service job knows, sometimes the entirety of, say, the wait staff has to come in for a meeting. <laughs> and you kind of get the impression that that's what's happened here. Ah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Is that there, there was like a meeting and they needed all the bouncers there to like tell them new rules or something. Okay. All right. Let's try... We're going to go, I'd like to buy DVD. Okay. I would like to do that with uh, Kinetic Acceleration. Okay. And throw it in between the two. But the idea is that I imbue it with enough to uh, to damage both of them. Both okay. Those. Yeah. I, I, I will uh, allow you to do that. However, you will in I will invoke the uh, uh, collateral damage on your power that it will uh, cause some structural damage. You know, it, it will cause big damage uh, to the area itself. Uh, so there will be collateral damage to that action. All right. Well, another, <clears throat> now another question. Um... Do I have to use another fate point to use this? I don't have to use, to use the stunt. Do I need that for, or no? No. As, as, 
That's just no. invoking the aspects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You're okay, you're using your uh, enhancement, which is kinetic acceleration, and your yeah, enhancement sorry. of master energy blasts. Um, but I am giving you a fate point by invoking the collateral damage. Uh, or not, I'm sorry, not the collateral damage. Um, Plus the force, uh, but yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I completely, I got myself confused. I am not invoking anything. Um, because there is no lack of life or unnatural darkness or anything, any any drawback like that. Yeah, well, uh, that's why I asked about the fate point, because my whole question was, you just said that this area um, is kind of full of life, so I would have invoked the yeah. lust for life. Uh, yeah, if you want to do that and give yourself another uh, plus two, you can certainly spend a fate point to invoke your lust for life as you 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 draw on the ambient energies uh, that this place has been uh, filled up with. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm wondering with the lust for life, if, if that boost helps with the mm, controlling the concussive force. Uh yes yeah yeah no I I I misspoke earlier by saying like the the collateral damage thing that was a mistake on my part. Okay, so does that only come with with uh, invoking dark or invoking negative aspects or? Um, so collateral damage is actually a thing that you can just choose to do. Oh. Um, so like your concussive force, you can deal, you can choose to just do collateral damage and like oh. fucking wreck all of these guys, oh. but it does mean that you will cause something to happen that is not beneficial to you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, but if you want to just use your lust for life to draw in some energy and use your blast to try and hit both of them at once, I'm okay with that. Um, in that case, instead of getting a plus two, you'll just be able to hit both of both groups at one time. Okay. But you still no, have a plus four because of your uh, powers. Um, so it really just becomes... Uh, use the point or use the concussive force. Yeah. Yeah, you can either spend a fate point or you can use concussive force. Let's use, let's use the point. Let's see if I can't, you know, not destroy this whole building. <laughs> that would be ideal, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And now, now I gotta, you had me thinking, though, am I doing energy blasts or do I have to use my DVD? I'm gonna watch. That's true. You might want to watch that later. Yeah, let me save it. I can always throw it at somebody else later. Besides, <laughs> it's one DVD versus a group of people. Let's just go with some blasts, um, and I'll use less for life to not destroy an entire building. Okay. Yeah, you're you're amplifying the the power, but not necessarily blowing shit up. Uh huh. Okay. Um, that's um. What 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 approach? Let's see. I mean, I'm on uh, the dance floor, man. <laughs> on the dance floor, I got plus for life. Oh, it's flashy. Oh yeah, yeah. That that sounds right to me. Yeah. Yeah. So flashy plus four. Okay, it's five. All right. Well, um, they got a minus one. So you uh you see them coming and uh they're not like charging you, you know? But they they are like hustling towards you and you shrug your shoulders and you uh 
you do that uh uh fucking michael jackson thing like if you had a hat you would like flip it up onto your head and strike a pose <laughs> Uh-huh. Because you're feeling yourself. You're feeling the energy in this place. But then you turn to oh. look at them, and your eyes have that, you know, uh, uh, milky blue energy to it, and your hand becomes enveloped, and you point. And this blast of energy shoots out and hits the ground, you know, uh, uh, kind of right in the middle of this group, and takes all eight of them out. They're all just, like, tossed across the room, uh, and they're just groaning. Uh, they they have been taken out. You've you've damaged the floor a little bit, but not enough to matter. That's a ruin the night. No, they might have to like cordon off that little area to keep anybody from like <laughs> breaking their ankle or something. But yeah, yeah, no lawsuits tonight. No, <clears throat> uh, but these guys are not having a fun time. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. So we're just we're just left with uh groaning groaning dudes. Mm-hmm. That's a weird way to describe it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't have to apologize to me. Here we are, a bunch of moaning dudes. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> um, uh, actually, immediately after this happens, and uh, you hear the PA system kick on, a voice that you're not familiar with uh, says, can I help you? Uh, <clears throat> I guess I yell at um impotent voice <laughs> uh you say to the voice uh i don't know something about kelly clarkson kelly. i don't know who's who's on who's on the voice i don't know i don't know i don't know anything american idol done it's done it's the voice now yeah. Yeah, well, uh the guy in the PA system actually just says, "You know what? I'll be down in a moment." <laughs> that um that helps. And it doesn't <laughs> take long, it's maybe a minute. You're standing there and some of these guys have like picked themselves up. Uh but they have they don't seem to be inclined to get any closer to you. <laughs> um How clever. Yeah, and then a room across the dan- or a door across the dance floor opens up and uh a very well-dressed man uh, walks out, and he walks up, and he he looks at the spot on the dance floor and uh, looks back up at you and says, Was that necessary? Say to him, uh, could have been worse. Hmm. And he walks up, and he, he stops about ten feet away from you, um, and you immediately see that his eyes are the familiar soulless green that you've come to associate with all chi vamp- or key vampires. And he says, uh, my name is Gordon Willis, and you are trespassing and assaulting my personnel. Who are you? I tell him that I am Mr. Fay, and I tell him that <clears throat> I think something terrible happened here. And ask him a few questions. Okay. Um, hmm. He looks at you and he uh, he says, <clears throat> No, I don't think so, Mr. Fay. I think you're going to be leaving. 
And if you don't, then I'll just have to remove you myself. I say to him, uh, you think a good business owner would want to make sure their business kept running smoothly. And people disappearing here isn't good for business. Go ahead and make a, a clever roll. Because that's, that's a pretty smart way to uh, persuade him into answering your questions. Because it's a little bit of a threat, but it's also kind of like a, a I don't know, like a good-natured threat, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three. All right. He seems to mull it over for a moment, and he says, uh, Very well, Mr. Fay. And he gestures towards the lounge area and starts walking uh, over to it. And he says, uh, Mickey, could you get us uh, to... What what would you like to drink, Mr. Fay? Uh, martini, please. Dry, uh, dirty, how would you prefer it? <clears throat> Dry, extra olive. This is, uh, did you hear that, Mickey? Two of those. And one of the guys who's, like, just picking himself up, kind of... He, he, he doesn't, like, pop his arm back into place, but he is, like, doing that thing where you, you have your hand on your shoulder and you're just rotating your arm... <laughs> <laughs> and he walks over to the bar and starts mixing the drinks. And uh, Gordon Willis sits down with you and he says, uh, So, Mr. Fay, what do you think happened here? Say to him, someone was harmed and now no one knows where they are. So, I was hoping you could tell me more. Mm, well, this isn't... Uh... At the time of night that we operate in, virtually nowhere in this city is particularly safe, so I'm not really sure how I can help you. Where do you think this this awful, like, what, what connection to my club do you believe this uh, disappearance, did you say, or harm happened? Well, it started here, and it led out the back. Something strange happened in the past few nights? Hmm. Well, he looks a little, um, I'm not sure how to describe it. You, he tells you, uh, that, you know, he, he does, he is in his office. He's like, you know, I, I, I'm in my office virtually every night, but it's mostly just for show. I'm doing paperwork and, and catching up on my own business. I'm not paying attention to what's going on down here. And nothing has been brought to my attention. Um, and you... You know that he's lying to you. Like, he, he's probably telling the truth about, like, doing paperwork and stuff. But he knows more about what you're talking about than he's trying to let on. Oh, let's see. I ask if maybe some competitors are trying to interfere with his business. Um, he says, uh, most of my competitors, most of my business rivals, uh, tend to come at me from, say, health inspector or fire marshal directions. Uh, smart ass. Um, you got more? 
Uh, well, he, you, you notice that he he emphasized business rivals. Um, like he didn't like say most of my business rivals, but he. It seems weird that he made that distinction. Well, I ask him if he's seen any other fire marshals around. Uh, he smiles and um, he says, I know that you are a, uh, well, paragon is quite the word for it, but I know that energy, Mr. Fay, And I'm going to go ahead and assume that you know what I am. Just like I know what you are. Would that be a safe assumption? It would be. Well then, Mr. Fay, I'll go ahead and tell you this. Dark things happen here rather frequently. Uh, generally, I'm able to feed. Uh, such a crude word, but the simplest one to use. I'm able to gain my sustenance simply through being here. I have attracted a, a great deal of life. I have lost interest in the secrets of the universe or anything else. I enjoy the power that I have accrued in my own small kingdom. And I never have any need to kidnap anyone. Um, and I am going to throw a fate point your in your way by invoking your dark inclinations trouble aspect in that you just really feel like this fucking vampire is taunting you that that this fucking parasite has the balls to act as if he is your equal and I feel like that makes you angry <clears throat> Well, then I say to him is that, yeah, I know dark things happen here. That's why I'm here. But if you work with me, I can make sure other dark things don't happen. Because if life starts disappearing from here, then you are going to have a harder time. All right. Um, I think that's that's forceful. You're strong, trying to strong arm him a little bit. Kind of going with forceful. Yeah. yeah go yeah. ahead and uh, roll forceful. Damn. Negative two. Ooh. All right. He uh, he goes, hmm. Then I suppose that's how it will be. And you see him adjust his uh, cuff link, and that's when you see it. That uh, swirling black vortex tattoo on his inner wrist. And then he puts his hands on the table as if he's going to get up. But instead, he pushes, uh, uh, basically throws this probably 200-pound table at you on the other side of it. Like, he's basically trying to squish you between the seat you're in and this table. Okay. Hmm. So how would you like to... Uh defend yourself from this attack let's see <clears throat> so he's he's basically yeah i'm in the booth he's pushed the table like up against me trying to push with the table right is that the idea like real fast yeah um 
like if this were a, a a regular table, like maybe I would be able to do that. Uh, but this is a, a large uh, metal club table. <clears throat> well, I attempt to grab it, and I'm going to invoke the inertia and use its own kinetic energy to push it back. Okay, so you're it's a it's a round table. You're gonna try and like, as he's pushing it forward, you're gonna try and like push it to the side to throw off the momentum, and or just around to white all back. All right. Go ahead and do quick. I think that's a, a good roll for it. All right. Um, oh, I, I, think, I don't think I made it, but I was like, does the inertia uh, add to that? Um, the aspect. Uh, if you want to go ahead and spend your, your fate point, I'll go ahead and say that's a, a plus two. Yeah. All right. So then that would be six. Um, yeah, because you're you're trying to keep an object that was previously at rest at rest. Uh, oh no, I was I'm trying to uh, keep its movement. Well, uh, just uh, hmm. Oh yeah, like, no, push, sorry, push. yeah, 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 yeah. He pushed it at me, and I'm just kind of taking that movement that he did, and just so basically, you know, a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you said that's a, a six. Uh, well, he got a three. So that is a success with style. Right. So this fight that we are ending this episode on begins with him trying to crush you with this table and you immediately catching it and spinning your hands to throw him off balance and the table wobbles back and actually hits him. Nice. Uh, it doesn't seem to do a whole lot, but it does hit him. Uh, but with that, this episode is over. Uh, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, just, you know, Mr. Faye's awesome combat skills here. Like, come on, he's been fighting all day. What the hangover? Yeah, he's, yeah. Oh, you're, you're feeling better from the hangover by now. But, uh, okay. yeah, all right. Um, and as for me, uh, if you go into the mountains of West Virginia and wait quietly, eventually... The Mothman will come to you and tell you that you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Royal Artisan Props. Uh, bye. Later. This episode has been brought to you by the We Play RPGs Podcast Network. You can support us by rating, reviewing, and recommending us. You can find us online at WePlayRPGs.com on all social media at WePlayRPGs. You can buy merch at tpublic.com and searching WePlayRPGs. Stay safe.